Hey, lovely. Maybe you're not feeling lovely right now um, if you're struggling with spiritual warfare, but just wanted you to know if God made you the literal creator and all-powerful being of the universe who loves you more than anyone on this entire earth ever could, if he made you, are you calling him a liar? That you're not fearfully and wonderfully made? That you're not lovely? Now, I know that we don't always feel it, and that's okay. We can tell God about it and ask for his guidance and help. But simply at least knowing and acknowledging the truth that because you are made in the image of God, you are lovely. I just wanted to tell you that. That wasn't entirely all planned uh, before today to explain that. But anyways, hi, lovely. Um, Welcome. I hope you are not struggling under spiritual warfare, um, but you probably are clicking on this episode. And even if not, this is a great future info for you because I have been thinking through and I read this cool devotional that I was like really lays out a college student's battle plan for victory in Jesus because any of us at some point in our Christian walk will be experiencing such struggles and so I thought why not do a podcast episode about it? It's funny that nowadays I even just think in episodes. Like if I have like something I learn, I'm like, "Oh, this would ha- be how I'd make an episode about it." <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyways, um yeah, come along and I hope y'all enjoy it. If you're really struggling, please feel free to come join our Facebook group, the Christian College Girl Community and let us know how we can pray for you and encourage you in this struggle or even if you're uncomfortable saying what it is. You could just do an anonymous like unspoken prayer request or just join the group and just feel some encouragement there because we all hang out there together and I post a lot of memes as well. You know, that's yeah. Anyways, um, again, that's Christian College Girl Community on Facebook. And let me see, was there anything else I was going to say in the more the beginning? Nope, nope. I did all that. All right. Look at me actually being organized. Okay, guys, let's get into it. Do you want guidance on where to go and what to study? Wonder if you should change majors? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for scholarships and ways to pay for college without parental help? Do you wake up worried about everything and just want to make sure you're following God's path for your life? Hey, I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college besides loans and wished for clear direction on how to make college and career decisions. Not only was I worried about drowning in debt, but also afraid I hadn't heard Jesus correctly. Was I studying the wrong thing? Was I completely off track? I felt semi out of control and was spiraling until I learned how to hear from God and follow his direction. He guided me and gave me the stepping stones to pay for college. Scholarships, grants, testing out of classes, and other weird school hacks got me through debt-free. And in this podcast for Christian College Girls, you will learn how to find God's path for your college journey and how to graduate with no loans or debt. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and listen in on the most stress-free and debt-free class you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Have you ever had a, like a song encourage you or a Christian topic, so to speak, or sermon or just a passing encouraging comment from someone. And then later you found out that 
it wasn't really true or biblical. <laughs> okay, so I really liked this song by Group One Crew that was basically God Won't Give You More Than You Could Take. And just as a song, that's, you know, okay to sing it. But, um, and it was way encouraging to me. However, <laughs> did you know that that's not actually in the Bible? I, I mean, I've heard people say that before, but it's not actually there. And um, this might come as a shock, but don't worry, I'll explain more. Actually, I believe God will give us more than we can take so that we are turning to him and relying on him. Yeah, mic drop. What a lot of people are referring to is 1 Corinthians 10.13. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. That's what it's referring to usually when people mention that phrase, uh, that he won't allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. Got it? <laughs> um, and he'll help provide a way out, so it's still relying on him. Now, you're probably like, great, thanks, Kara. You just, like, blew my whole concept up and discouraged me and whatever. Well, hang on a second. Imagine it this way. Sometimes there have been people who are like, if you're a Christian, you know, God won't give you more than you can handle. And then people experience things that are more than they can handle. And they're like, oh, am I not a Christian? Or do I have not have enough faith? Or do I not whatever? It can actually be like detrimental, you know, kind of be like bad theology can hurt people. As one of my favorite podcasts, Cultish, it's a podcast called Cultish. It's about different cults that say they're Christian and really aren't and all these things. Anyways, bad theology can hurt people. And so I don't want you to be over here like, I am going through more than I can bear. And what's wrong with me? I might not be a good Christian or a good whatever. Um, no, take a pause. Okay. I mean, first of all, there might be some things that you've done that this is consequence of. It is not a, an initial like, uh, indication that like you did something bad if you're experiencing something bad. Does that make sense? Anyways, um, so I just wanted to throw that out there to give you that freedom that yeah, often we do go through more than we can bear, but that's because Christ is there to help us bear up under it and it's so that we keep turning to him and that makes it so much better in the long run. So yeah, I definitely have felt that and I've also felt like, questions about, like, oh, is what I'm going through spiritual warfare? Or am I just tired? Which, to be honest, it's usually tired a lot of the time. <laughs> but even if we don't, sometimes you can tell, but even if we don't know 100% what is going on with us, just these this battle plan, this main topic in here can help us either way, whether it's spiritual warfare or just like, you know, you probably should just eat a snack and sleep, you know, because we get cranky like babies and children. Um, <laughs> another thing that sometimes can hurt people is some weird descriptions of fighting against spiritual warfare. Now, I don't want to disregard if God is calling you to 
say something specific or act a specific way or whatever to like overcome the struggle in your life. But when I have some of these very, um, let's just say extra (laughs) churches or Christian leaders or who or whatever who are like, yeah, not only, you know, do you need to say the name of Jesus to fight off spiritual warfare, but you, I'm just kind of making this up as an example, but you have to spin around three times and say your prayers a special way and get the certain number of people who have been trained in fighting off demons and spiritual warfare and you have to have Excalibur, the sword, to fight them off and you know, also a cross. Now, I'm getting a little extreme there. That extreme. And while I'm not going to disregard what God might be calling you to um, do in the moment or say in the moment, the fact if there's ever something prescriptive that's like, everybody fight spiritual warfare with this special trinket or prayer. Like, I mean, yeah, no, steer clear of that. This there's one core thing that the Bible lays out when Jesus was tempted and fighting that off uh, that really has helped me and I think would help you. Now, let's also talk about the concept of temptation. Is temptation spiritual warfare? Well, temptation is just a part of being in the fallen world. So we are tempted to do things all the time. But sometimes it can be as little as, um, oh, I want to, I don't know go to bed a little late because I'm enjoying the show. I'm kind of tempted to, but I'm really just, I'm just going to go to bed. I mean, that could be spiritual warfare drawing you away from wholesome things, but it could just be this little thing or it can be like very intense warfare because the enemy wants you to be tempted to fall back into what you have, what you used to be like. I guess what I'm trying to say is encourage you that it's not always one size fits all. However, this battle plan, this main tip I have for you actually is one size fits all. I guess I just contradicted myself. Well, just you decide what what I'm trying to explain. Okay. (laughs) All right. So this is a devotional from my church that we did. It was the 40 days of prayer at the beginning of 2023. And it was put out by the denomination, the Christian and Missionary Alliance. And It's called Lead Us Through Spiritual Warfare. So it's kind of like through the Lord's Prayer of the words, lead us not into temptation. Okay. This is fascinating, guys. Listen to this. You may be familiar with the passage on Jesus and his temptations, but have possibly missed a very key aspect. Jesus wasn't there in the desert being tempted by Satan by accident. Rather, the Holy Spirit led him into the desert it says in the Bible in Matthew 6, Holy Spirit led him into the desert for the express purpose of being tempted by Satan. This might seem at odds with the Lord's prayer that says, lead us not into some temptation, but it gives insight into God's relationship with us. So like, as you can see, I'm doing Kara-isms in between reading this. So like God could shield us from all temptation forever and always and ever, um, but he desires for us to trust him to deliver us, to equip us to face our hedemy head on. And to do that, we need some practice to be able to lean on him and face our enemy, right? So the Lord has given us his authority, his power, his purpose. And all it takes is 
you know, we can access these tools and grow in this with our faith in Christ. Um, I mean, I'm totally paraphrasing, but I like explaining this. So when Jesus was in the desert, he used scripture to combat the lies of the devil. If you don't remember this, go read Matthew 6 again. But he also stood firm in his authority, in his sonship, and in his purpose. Now, here is the clincher, guys. Using this example, it is clear that our greatest weapon against the enemy is intimacy with the Father. Wow. Okay, so this is Kara speaking. Um, in different circumstances, sure, the Holy Spirit could lead us to pray a certain way or do a certain thing to um, get away from the temptation or fight the enemy or whatnot. But all of that stems from this for every single Christian out there. It's clear that our greatest weapon against the enemy is intimacy with the Father. Like, wow, I loved when I read that. And it also says the closer we draw to the heart of the Father, knowing his word, the more effective we are against the powers and principalities of this world. So in Uh, let's see, I think it's Ephesians 6 is the armor of God. They're all like defensive pieces of armor, like the helmet and the shield, the breastplate, the belt, um, the boots. But then there is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's the only offensive that we are given as a Christian, well, within the armor of God. And it is the word of God. And that means that just like Jesus did, he would respond back to Satan. He used scripture to combat the lies. So let me read this again. It is clear that our greatest weapon against the enemy is intimacy with the father. The closer we draw to the heart of the father, knowing his word, the more effective we are against the powers and principalities of this world. Wow, that's so cool. So when temptation comes, our knowledge of our firm place in the kingdom of God and our connection to the love of the Father will give us the same strength we see Jesus exercise in Matthew 4 when he said, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. So he just said Matthew 4. It might be Matthew 4. I think I said 6 earlier. So let me tell you an example. You know, other parts of the podcast, I talk about daily time with Jesus, and it's better to have just a little bit every day, but it can be chill. It can be while you're driving, when you're walking. You know, it doesn't have to be some humongous study session every day. Um, Is that being the positive thing over like, you know, cramming for an all-nighter, right? Over just like sometime on a Sunday and never talking to God personally. So imagine this, like if you're let's say a temptation is like, or let's say spiritual warfare is like a pop quiz, right? So, I mean, I'm just kind of exaggerating here, but just go with me, okay? If you have been periodically studying, learning the content in the class, you know, not waiting to cram all the night before the test, but just, you know, learning stuff throughout, when, if a pop quiz comes up, I mean, you're still kind of freaked out, but you're like, okay, I, I think I got this, or at least I'm better equipped than if I hadn't been doing anything all semester, just kind of listening in class and then going to cram before the test. Like, no, you have been learning, or let me do it with a metaphor, you have been growing with God and learning his word a little bit here and there over a stretch of time so that when that <laughs> pop quiz, when that warfare attacks, the spiritual warfare, you're like, with God's help, I got this. Like, I've been reading his word. I've been, he's been 
maturing me. I've been growing. It's easier for me to handle. It's, it's a battle plan. And it's kind of like a battle plan for like preventative. Like, okay, I'm going to do a couple more analogies. Imagine if, you know, you keep trying to get some exercise and sleep in, you know, and eat healthy and whatever. And so whenever a case of mono spreads over your college campus, you're like, you might get sick a little bit, but you don't really get the mono fully because you've been keeping your immune system up over a long period of time versus, oh, you suddenly get sick, are out for three weeks, and then after that, like, hmm, maybe I should, like, be healthy so it doesn't help. Like, you have to rest and lay out and not do anything for weeks. Then, instead of, let's just try to be healthy a little bit before then, right? One last point, if you're sent to, I don't really think in college you have gym class, like, in high school, but whatever, imagine high school or whatever, you're set to do an obstacle course, and if you're, like, way out of shape and just out of nowhere you have to do it to, like, pass the class, um, that's going to be extremely difficult. But what if over the period of time you have been working out and growing your, you know, skill, your muscles, your capacity for your lung capacity, your cardio, you know, when that comes out of nowhere, you're like, okay, it's kind of hard, right? But I've been learning, I've been growing, I've been doing stuff over this period of time, over this whole year, I got this. Or at least it's easier than if I was not in shape at all. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm going to read these two, uh, let's see, these two sentences one more time. They're just my favorite of this whole devotional. It is clear that our greatest weapon against the enemy is intimacy with the Father. The closer we draw to the heart of the Father, knowing his word, the more effective we are against the powers and principalities of this world. So that is just, this is a prescriptive, like, like preventative to fight against any future temptations in spiritual warfare. Now, if you're experiencing it, like, right now, and you're like, this is great, Carrie. Well, again, I encourage you and welcome you to join our Facebook group and express what you're going through and we'll pray for you and encourage you or send me a message privately. The Facebook group is Christian College Girl Community. It's also in the description below. But besides that, I I would love for you to just cry out to Jesus. That's the number one. Sometimes we forget this, but he doesn't just want all of our, like, good words and, you know, trying to act all good and righteous before him. No, he wants us to tell him of his anger, our anger, our sadness, our struggles. Just cry out to Jesus. Keep getting into the word daily. And again, go listen to some of my other episodes on just, it can be a little bit of it at a time each day. It's better to have had five, 10 minutes driving in your car, listening to a chapter of the Bible, and just praying about whatever's on your mind just to connect with God every day than cramming it all at once. So cry out to him, read the Bible, and then also definitely reach out to some Christian support, family, friends, mentor, whatever, to help encourage you and walk you through this. Or also you can connect with us on Facebook. Again, that's Christian College Girl Community. So there is a prayer at the end of this devotion and I want to pray this over you guys, okay? Lord Jesus, thank you for your presence in our lives and the lives of my listeners. If any of them don't truly know you as their Lord and Savior, if they're not saved, please draw them to yourself and let this be a cue that they need you and they need to be saved. 
Thank you that you know us, that you knew us and loved us and chose us long before the creation of the world. We are lovely in your sight, and I thank you. We stand righteous and redeemed because of what you did, your sacrifice on the cross, your great love for us. Because of that, the enemy wants to take us down, Lord, but all of everyone who's listening and hears my voice, help them know the enemy has no ground on which he can accuse us because you cover us with your righteousness and no weapon that he can attack on us. Encourage and enable, empower my listeners to build up just their um, armor of God, you know, their defense against spiritual warfare about continually growing in intimacy with the Father. It's the greatest weapon against the enemy. Help them to grow closer to the heart of the Father, knowing your word. Give them a hunger for your word, that they are more effective to stand against this spiritual warfare that's happening right now or will in the future. And draw them, Lord, me too, but draw all of us more near and near to your heart and help us when we're struggling, with when we're doubting, with all the things. We ask you this in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. That's so, I'm just, I'm glad we could do this time together. I encourage you to work out those spiritual muscles over a period of time so that when the struggles come, they are more just like a pop quiz that is pretty fine to handle. It's still hard, but I mean, you're not like dying inside and freaking out versus you have studied not at all and you literally are going to have a panic attack. Like, no, we'd rather not have that. And so let's use that metaphor, that analogy. Um, which one is it? Metaphor or analogy? Anyways, to continue to grow in Jesus, right? That our greatest, I'm going to say it one more time. Our gr- It is clear that our greatest weapon against the enemy is intimacy with the Father. The closer we draw to the heart of the Father, knowing his word, the more effective we are against the powers and principalities of this world. Amen and amen. Praise God. I pray that over you all today and just keep growing closer to him. It's not some magic words. It's not some magic blessed trinkets or that you need to pray a certain way or spin around three times or whatever to fight off spiritual warfare. It is this hunger for his word and growing in relationship with God. Yes? Okay. Yeah, so come on over on Facebook and let us know how we can pray for you or help you or all the things. Christian College Girl Community. See you guys next time. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.